0: We're live. It's Roots to Grooves. Across from me is Jay Purcell. I'm Jesse. Like
1: I already said, this is Roots to Grooves. Welcome. Welcome to another great episode. Hundred and something. I always forget to check. I think we're on 11, 111 or so. 111,
0: yeah. I could be wrong, but you know, around that area. So welcome everybody. Jay's fixing his seat. Yeah. And uh, bashing the camera. Oh, it's getting wild over on that end.
1: Are you in focus?
0: He's trying to sabotage me so I'm out of focus. Uh, but we are talking about Nana B.
1: That's nana. Yeah. Dot B. Yeah. I think you just pronounced it nana B, yeah? I think so, yeah. Not to be confused. Apparently there's a rapper from Brooklyn called Nana B that I came across during yeah. research, but
0: only but, one N in the middle there. Yeah. That's a difference. That's true. Yeah. I think there's another artist called Nana as well. Mm. Yeah. But not Nana B.
1: We well, I think we're running out of uh people names and uh Band names yeah. Yeah, in 2023. Yeah. I saw there's an artist called Tom Ford. His uh, music I was listening to the other day. Not to be confused, but I think Tom Ford's fashion or perfume or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. I don't know about yeah. fashion. <laughs> something. <laughs> well, I mean, you do today. Let's check out that cool Signal shirt. Zoom in. No. Look at that. I, need, he, I don't even have one of those. Signal merch. It's being made. This designed by Trevor Bassett. Very cool. Um, yeah. At some point, I, I'll sell them or give them away. We'll see. Give yeah. me one. Right in. We'll yeah. give you the thing right at the very end of the episode, or you can click on a link somewhere in the where you're watching or listening to Do you to hear this. that? Yeah. Signal shirt for you. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about Nana B.
0: Yeah. What do we got? Neo soul, mm-hmm. soul, singer, Yeah. pop, mm-hmm. R&B. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool, really nice, cool vocals. Mm-hmm. Honest lyrics. Yeah. She seems like a really cool lady. Yeah. I don't know how old she is. She's probably 25 to 30 years old. Yeah. Maybe even a couple of years older than that.
1: Yeah, maybe. I yeah. couldn't, it didn't come up when I searched for it. Very little information about her on the internet, actually, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot, there's a few interviews. There's obviously her music, uh, but not a lot of like uh, PR slash interview content. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. But
0: she has like four or five albums out. Yeah. Um. She's worked with some some decently, you know, big names in the industry. Yeah. And people know and care about who she is. Yeah. Um. You know, she's she's worked with Raphael Sadiq, mm-hmm. Anderson Pack. Yeah. You know, just to name drop a couple of those. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, her music is experimental soul. I think she described it as herself. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um. But yeah, really organic. Vibe music and yeah, honest lyrics. I think she's inspired by Erica Badu, mm-hmm. Lauren Hill. Yeah. Um D'Angelo. Yeah. A lot of these a similar artists to
1: Eliza who we were talking about last week. Yeah. Also though, Joni Mitchell, Patrice Russian. I haven't heard of you hmm. heard of Patrice Russian? No. And Minnie Ripperton.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Some other like out there, okay. Artists. Also, Alice, Contra- Coltrane, and Sunra-, Sa- Sunra, I think, or nice. Sarah. I wrote Sarah, but I think it's Sunra. That's probably Sunra. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just guessing, but all these yeah. names are getting similar these days, like we say.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's an artist called Sarah. So we. Speaking of which, I also don't know what Nana B's real name is, or if that is her real name, but we don't know what her last name is. B, begins with a B. I don't know. I didn't find this. This is why I said there's like not a lot of info about her. Yeah, she's been around for quite a few years releasing a lot of albums but but she's still under the radar. Yeah, she's pretty
0: low key. Yeah, yeah. She's not in the tabloids. No. <laughs> pretty um unknown as as far as household names go. Yeah. In the music industry. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, what else? She's from Denmark.
0: Yeah, Danish born.
1: We'll get into that a little bit more, but uh, uh but she's based in LA now. Yes, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. So and yeah i first heard about her from doing the drop i think one of the most recent episodes i played a track from her most recent album which i think we're planning on closing out this episode with um and it was just uh i think it was on the the one that just came out last week Yeah, episode. very new yeah oh well no the album came out in i think february maybe. but the drop episode is the, the newest th- one yeah the drop episode is the newest one and i was just sort of clicking through because if people don't know, okay, a little cross-promotional plug now. I do <gasps> this weekly email also that accompanies the drop. Nice. So it's a two-hour mix on YouTube and Signal Radio. It's a playlist on Spotify and Apple and an email. And in the email, I do like three highlights of uh, releases from artists. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was going through, I was like, who's this Nana B person? And I was like, Raphael Sadiq is on that track. And then i was just like "Wow, oh, i had no idea this person existed and had like so many albums out mm-hmm. so yeah i thought without knowing anything more at that point i was just like yep yeah, we'll, we'll do it in for a roots degree dive so, on in so yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah watch that camera oh did i knock it again a little bit damn but it's okay i don't mind oh, being blurry focus. focus.
0: focus but yeah super cool artist um she's very consistent Uh, her music could be considered a little experimental, but as far as her like album to album stylings, Mm -hmm. it's not, they don't vary too much and the genre doesn't change too much. No. Yeah. You know, it's pretty consistent, Mm -hmm. but all consistently very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've, I haven't heard a song that I, that I don't like, like it's all very vibey and really chill and really cool sounding. Yeah. definitely. just very well done. It seems to come natural to her. Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah, her, her voice is very nice Yeah And lends itself really well to the style Yeah And she, overall she seems like a really cool down-to-earth chick Yeah She seems really wise mm-hmm. yeah. Seems like she had a cool, you know, which we'll talk about more Her Like her upbringing and her style of being raised Yeah, yeah um, And yeah, she's, she's on and she's cooking in the kitchen
1: yeah. Authenticity, that's what I love about this artist Yeah Just uh, no bullshit it's all just authentic real real yeah
0: so i think let's play another track yeah and then uh, jay's going to come out with a quote of the day and we'll get into this background
1: I was at a picnic chilling with my niggas when I saw you, when I saw you. I laid my eyes on you, on you. My thought process about you is you're gorgeous, flawless. You're awesome. You should be my baby, baby. Christopher Wallace, you're golden. And love don't cost a cost to think So why the hell should I dig in my wallet? I pay you undivided attention when you visit my office. Life's a bitch, a doggy dog world. I'm just trying to leave my paw print.
0: And I want to scratch the cat and leave your back scratch Flawless.
1: track called golden from nana b featuring hodgie uh produced by anderson pack of all people came out as a single in 2017 and i think it was on her 2018 album Solon as well Mm -hmm. although hodgie's not uh credited as featuring on the album so i don't know if that's a mistake because i didn't hear the album version or whether he's not on the album version but right we'll see um but yeah. they, they made a music video from it as well that mm-hmm. I saw out there. I didn't watch the video, but it's I heard that it's got uh like desert vibes. Someone yeah. said it was like uh, uh Burning Man from the year thirty thirty seven or something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That's I, I did watch that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. That that sounds pretty apt. Yeah.
1: I should have watched that. Kinda I if out. I
0: remember correctly, kinda dreamy, deserty. Yeah. Okay. So cool stuff. Nice. Um, yeah. She does a lot of her own art and stuff too. Yeah. Like yeah. besides like visual art yeah. and stuff for her albums. And obviously she's an artist, but uh, we'll get into that when we get there. Let's let's take it back. Or quote of the day. Oh, it's That's... time for quote of the day. I almost uh, forgot. Yeah. Almost forgot.
1: Favorite um, part of the podcast. Changed it up this week. Uh, I have a quote from Nana B herself mm. instead of someone else. From the artist. Uh, uh, she says... Step out of the comfort zone and challenge yourself. That's when we create the most interesting and honest art. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree with that. Step out. Yeah. Step out of your comfort zone and challenge yourself. Yeah.
0: Be uncomfortable.
1: Uh, yeah. Try something new. Yeah. Instead of, I don't know. Yeah. What does that mean? Though? That could mean many things, right? Like, so like pick up an instrument you don't normally play. Mm-hmm. Try and sing if you can't sing. Do something that you're not you that you know normally do. Like right, I guess, yeah. Uh, which you know. I think yeah. is like, you know, being brave. Brave, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The only time, yeah, it's it's scary to do new
1: things. Yeah. Because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, that's the scariest part of it. But if the more you do it, the more you know what you're doing. Yeah, and then you have to stop doing that because now you're in a comfort zone. So you have to do something else. break out. You got to <laughs> constantly break. That's that's the once you master the one thing, thing about
0: being a human. Move on. Yeah, yeah. We got to constantly break that mold of being in our little comfort zone. Yeah, you get good at something, then we got to level up. Some create something, a new challenge to break through.
1: Yeah, because otherwise, I guess it creates complacency, right? Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, not putting in as much new effort. Or it could get boring as well, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. if you do the same thing that you're not challenged by anymore. Hedonism. You're not learning anything, yeah. Just chilling. Exactly, yeah, hedonism, yeah. Everything's good. Yeah. So a great quote from her. It kind of sets up her frame of mind, I think, for how she approaches all this. Mm -hmm. But now we we can get in the time machine. Okay, now finally. Yeah, yeah. Let's zip on down to Denmark. Right. Um
0: where she was born.
1: Yeah. Years ago. I don't remember the year. I don't have her birthday on here. I'm sorry. No. She doesn't have a Wikipedia. Yeah. Which is where we usually pull our birth dates from. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she didn't have all music either. Uh yeah. And Discogs, she doesn't have her full discography on Discogs either. Just like three albums that are on there, I think. If I looked at it correctly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean yeah, we said it multiple times. Not a lot of info out there,
1: but but she did you know, grow up. Cool. Uh, her she said her mu- her parents weren't um, musical, but they were artistic. Yeah, they're um, teachers. Yeah, uh, her dad was a painter. She said. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they grew up on like a commune type atmosphere. They said.
0: Yeah, that's what um, I saw. So some yeah. like lots of animals. Yeah, different families. Right. Yeah, and her parents weren't married.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they were together but not married. Yeah, and I think she said it was kind of like a very non-traditional structure growing up. Yeah, you know, with her parents and also the people that were surrounding them. Yeah, on this commune, and she later said coming to like L.A. and seeing how other people live their lives kind of like made her uh, realize how conventional structures are. Yeah, which I guess she didn't really. Not think about or know about before. Or something yeah, like they didn't
0: that. teach yeah. her these yeah. conventions yeah. of modern society. Yeah, yeah, and I think that lent itself to her, you know, developing a sense of spirituality. Mm-hmm. I, I get a sense just from reading about the the minimal stuff that I could find is the, you know, it's kind of more of a spiritual. You know, I don't want to say like hippie, but mm-hmm. you know, a chill community. You mean granola eating? Yeah. <laughs> vegans not it's i mean i'm it's i'm saying it probably healthy <laughs> healthy yeah. you know as a vague yeah. descriptor yeah you know mentally yeah, yeah it seems like she's coming from a really good place definitely yeah. and you know it doesn't seem like they were teaching her here's here's the way to live no you have to be in this box you have to do this when you're older right um yeah. you know so they taught it seems like this commune was about you know being free yeah and, and teaching the kids how to be free and how to be themselves yeah, yeah. and how to be happy. Yeah. Which uh, seems to
1: have really grounded her.
0: Like, yeah. yeah. She seems yeah. really grounded. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, she does have like a sense of spirituality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually through music, music seems to be like a pretty spiritual thing for her. Yeah. Kind of an experience. And she realized that as she got older and got more into music.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, she started from a cool place. Yeah, and I think she was six years old where she said she started singing and dancing pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, um, and uh, and then she, I think, from a young age, like went to that music school, right? Yeah, her uh, parents put her in this yeah.
0: music school, which like focused on like African style, yeah, like you know, Ni-
1: music, right? Nigerian, uh Yoburin, Tanzanian, yeah. Uh, Yoburin music style as well which I looked up which is a lot of rhythm based I mean all of that kind of African music is very like percussion you know yeah. rhythm heavy kind of thing yeah um, and she said the school as well was like focused on less theoretical music and more play and feel feel and play kind of yeah. thing. yeah which she said she carries through to this day now that's how she makes music it's about feel and play not about Mm -hmm. like scales and are we in D minor? Yeah. We could have to stay in D minor. Which, you know, it (laughs) goes hand
0: in hand with like the, the kind of just spiritual upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. That she, that she had. Yeah. Kind of like the spirit of music, the feel of music. Right. And you know, the feel of being a human. Yeah. And you know, these things all work together to grow her into who she is today. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a really cool, uh, dynamic. Definitely. Um, and her parents, like, I think, yeah, they just set her up really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean like good for her. She seems pretty cool. But yeah, this, this, I don't know, this African music school in Denmark where she learned about these African rhythms and stylings and so that's kind of where she got a lot of her, you know, early influence as far as music goes.
1: Yeah. And then, and then also I think she said she was on a school bus once and one kid had a boombox and he was playing brown sugar from D'Angelo. Um, and then she was like, as soon as she heard that, she was like, well, what is that? You know, yeah. that opened up the gateway for her for discovering a lot of this, like, late 90s neo-soul Some of the inspirations we mentioned at the top of the show, Erica Badu, Lauren Hill, uh, Yeah, of course, yeah. I, I think, no, yeah. you know, like, um,
0: some of the stuff also that she was influenced by, like, the Commodores, yeah. Sly and the Family Stone. Right, yeah. So, and then, yeah, like, the late 90s whole neo-soul.
1: Yeah, yeah so funk i think it was like funk first she said she they listened yeah. to a lot she said at school which made me it was interesting It's like they i guess this feel and learn school is all about like listening to a lot of it sounds stuff cool as well yeah I sounds go to great <laughs> right, me too i want to go now sign me up yeah okay. yeah let's we should do it let's enroll <laughs> Yeah. don't know what the school is called unfortunately we'll have to like i feel like we have to interview uh nana b at some point maybe and get get this info yeah Hit us up, Nana. Yeah. Nana B. Um but yeah, so she she did that and uh where she go from there? She after that school she went to university, right? In Copenhagen. That's so. the fine arts? Yeah, yeah. There
0: was a fine arts school and um there's like one of three academies, I guess. Right, yeah. And uh she went to one of them. Yeah. And it was she was focusing on street art and performance art. Yeah. Which I don't know exactly what, you know. I think more visual stuff, yeah, yeah. And I don't know about the performance, but obviously she was dancing. Yeah. I think, at least you know, when she was even younger, so I'm that was probably incorporated. I'm speculating a little bit. Yeah. Um,
1: I think before that she said she had a band, uh, and but she got a little bit anxious about how that was going. Yeah. And her own abilities, maybe I'm not sure exactly like the specifics of that. She just said anxiety.
0: Yeah. So. so- um, yeah. Exactly. That's what I read yeah. too. Yeah. And then she just like kind of stopped
1: doing that for a bit. Yeah. And then just focused on doing the visual, like, mm-hmm. uh, thing at school at college for like three years. She mm-hmm. said, "Yeah." Until then, she
0: kind of she realized through those performance art and street art, yeah. visual stuff, she realized that she missed music. Yeah. And, and then started incorporating that
1: into what she was doing with the mm-hmm. the art. I think. Yeah. And I think
0: that's what led her to creating that first album.
1: VitaPhone, yeah. yeah, yeah, VitaPhone, her debut album, 2012, yeah, uh, totally financed, produced by herself, DIY, baby. DIY in Denmark. She arranged everything. Yeah, yeah, she uh, wanted to work with a producer, I think. So she like put out the feelers, and there was one guy's name she mentioned. I couldn't quite get it because it's a very Danish name. Like a lot wow. of these. I couldn't Nor- even... Yeah, Nordic places. They have some very... Like, only people from those countries could pronounce these things. Yeah,
0: yeah, I couldn't... I don't even know what... Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what she said. I yeah, like, I was like... Whoa. It just sounded like she made some sounds. <laughs> and I was like, that's the guy's name, I guess.
1: Um, a little bit like Mo. Like, mm-hmm. uh, where's Mo from? Is she from Denmark? I think she's probably Denmark too. Okay, yeah. A few episodes ago. Um, moo. Moo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and she like got together with this guy and she said like as soon as they were like starting to mess around in the studio she was like yeah we're on the same wavelength this is yeah like, they were vibing yeah and it worked really well and i think she had said some other people worked on that album as well but so that album vitaphone was a mixture of um old tracks that she had uh, had new stuff that she worked on with mm-hmm. this producer guy and stuff with other producers as well um, at first it didn't come out in the US, right? It was only in Um Yeah, it was just physical like, copy. I think she made a vinyl, came out in Denmark, and then she said it was on iTunes, was the first streaming platform. Mm-hmm. Twenty twelve. Well, I, I keep mentioning this, but like I feel like I feel like I was streaming music in twenty twelve, but maybe I'm not so sure now. I know there was this uh I think so. I know there was, I don't think I was using Spotify back then. I knew Pandora has definitely been around for a while, but I don't know if they changed from radio to like having artists I, th- at I mean, point. I think was Spotify like, was going at that time. Yeah. Cause I, but not everyone, maybe like the access for artists to get stuff on there wasn't as easy back then as right. it is now. Like yeah. now you can sign up to like DistroKid or whatever. And, yeah, But back then I think it was like a lot harder yet to have like real distribution deals or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, so physical copy in Denmark and uh, and then iTunes was the second release that people could hear. Mm-hmm. Um, Vitaphone means living sound, apparently. She got that from a Basquiat painting. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah that's a good... Yeah.
0: Um, he's a cool
1: artist. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of yeah. like,
0: it's like, you know, I don't know how to describe it. Kind of spray paint vibes.
1: It's like, like it's really yeah, urban vibe. Urban, African. You no
0: know, colourful, colorful, chaotic.
1: Chaotic. Yeah. Great oh. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. Yeah.
0: He did um The Stroke's newest album, New Abnormal, is uh is a painting by Basque. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think he passed away a few years ago, but his artwork was oh, really up, lived on, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah.
0: Rest in peace. Yeah. Um but yeah, so Vitaphone, it sounds like
1: the rest of her stuff, yeah, pretty good. Although I wasn't sure what I was getting into when I played the first track off this album. It has like, like a minute of like ambience mm-hmm. or like vinyl crackle or something. And yeah, like, and I was like, wow, I don't know, because her most, I'll, like her most recent album is like really experimental. I feel like mm-hmm. but, um, her stuff in between is, and this album actually Vita Fun, is like straight up like great neo authentic neo soul yeah but yeah when it first started out i was like oh is this gonna be bleeps and bloops some some avant-garde avant-garde yeah
0: (laughs) but it it sounds i mean but it's it's boppy it's got the cool soul vibes it's got beats yeah And, and it eventually gets there but it is there's some experimental parts that she you know definitely brings into the music over all the albums yeah to an extent
1: it's like really mature it's like an album. It's like a classic album that you would feel would come from someone that's been yeah. doing this for a really long. It's time It's well done. She yeah. sounds experienced. Yeah, even at that point. And it's like unconventional arrangements, but but some conventional song structures in there as right. well. But it's really like original, like mm-hmm. unique. Like it's a great album. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: really good. It sounds a little bit more lo-fi. Mm-hmm. Like everything, the yeah. production is good, yeah. but the I don't know if they did that on purpose or if that's yeah. all they had to work with or something. Yeah. Since it was so DIY. Yeah. I'm um, not sure if, how intentional that was, but it overall sounds
1: not super crispy and poppy and clean. No, yeah. It's like um, rough around the it. it's, it's smoothly mixed and sounds vibey, but it yeah, but the instrument choices in there are a little bit yeah like the drum sounds are like kind of sound like they played it through a speaker and recorded that or something. Like yeah. It sounds cool though. It's like But it
0: over it gives the whole album a really cool vibe. Yeah. And definitely. the the writing is is good as always. Yeah, yeah. Um and the the vocals are great.
1: Yeah, I mean we started out with a track today from that Somo type some some o sometimes, mm-hmm. which is like the second track on that album. Yeah. Yeah. But great stuff. Yeah, and so she uh um I think after she did that, then she uh, started to think about LA, right? Like with this, mm-hmm. having this album done. Yeah, I think yeah. she, I think she took a trip to LA. Right, yeah. Right? Like she just,
0: because, you know, the internet existed, so she knew about LA, obviously. <laughs> and yeah. so she wanted to go visit. Geography books existed as well. Yeah, like so. <laughs> yeah it's the 21st century. from the 90s, ni- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so she was like drawn oh. to that, obviously, because a lot of people are drawn to their artists are drawn to LA Yeah, because of the hubbub.
1: A yeah. lot of artists are there. Yeah. Um, she's like, seems like she's really, uh, adamant about doing this. So like it started with like making the album in her way kind of thing. And then I think the reason she started to think about moving was because she said in Denmark, there's a lot of closed doors. She feels like a very small, uh, you know and she, and she wasn't able to like really make any progressions out of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So in thinking about LA um she like reached out sent like a bunch of emails i think and to different producers that she wanted to work with. She said she only knew two people herself in LA. Um and uh but this is like one of the craziest things to me is like she she wrote um reached out to Shafiq, right? Is it Shafiq Hussein? Yeah. Yeah. From uh, I mean, yeah, he was a producer in LA. Yeah. And he's done a lot. He's done a lot of big stuff. He's Grammy award winning. She said she wrote to him saying that I love uh, your work and I would love to work with you. I'm coming to LA, you know. Um, and apparently he wrote back in 10 minutes and said, yeah, I'm a fan. Like, together," yeah. <laughs> Which is insane, which is great also because it just shows you don't wait for opportunities to come to you. Like reach out. Yeah, just ask go for the ultimate thing that you want. Yeah, just ask for it. Like, what, what's the worst thing? They're not going to respond. Like, yeah. yeah whatever. Like, or whatever. Or the best thing is they will all respond. You have nothing to yeah. lose. You've got nothing to lose. Um, Everything I lo- to gain. I love that concept because it just shows us. You also need the confidence, right? She did this album and she was like confident that it was great and good enough to like reach out to like top tier people, you know, mm-hmm. instead of having this lack of confidence, things like, well, I'm not really ready. I feel this a lot. Sometimes, you know, people I want to reach out to is like, well, I'm not really ready. Like I don't feel maybe not confident in what I've done or what I have now to be able to reach this person, mm-hmm. you know? So that's, yeah, the confidence and just going for it, reaching out, I think is a great lesson. Like go yeah, for it, go for it. Yeah. Just do it. So I think I put, <laughs> I just put this together. What were we
0: talking about? Sara? Uh, yeah, S- yeah. Because Safiq Hus- Hussein or oh, Hussain. Oh, so it is Sa- not Sa- Yeah, Sa-ra, Sara. He was part of this yeah. group called Sara Creative Partners, which is like, a, I don't know, some kind of collective mm-hmm. for production mm-hmm. and musicians. And so he yeah. had this tight circle of, you know, people that, you
1: know, I don't know, this collective. I guess yeah. just the, that explains itself. Who apparently um, Anderson Pack was drumming with them. Mm-hmm. At that time as well. I think they called it um what do they call it? Something collective. Not it wasn't dub collective, it was let me see if I get this right. I don't know. Uh she called it something, but it's like the name it's like of like the band kind of thing. Um, which is like an expanding group of like musicians in LA. And so I think Anderson Pack was part of that mm-hmm. of playing drums with him. Before he really uh became a name unto himself, I think. Yeah, but, I know yeah. I know what you're
0: talking about, but yeah. I can't remember the name either. Yeah. I should have written it down. Yeah. But,
1: I but anyway. Society. Sh- I was searching collective, but it's the Dove Society. There mm, you go. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So Shafiq yeah. brought her in and invited her into this group. Yeah, yeah. And pretty immediately accepted her as kind of a member. Yeah. As, as yeah. a working partner. Yeah. And that's how she, you know, really got together with these different artists yeah. and started, you know, building these connections and this network yeah. uh, with other producers in L.A. Yeah. And through these connections and stuff, she started working with Shafiq yeah. on her next album, uh, Solen. Yeah. Solen. I'm not sure how to say it.
1: S-O-L-E-N. solen. Yeah. Solen. Solen. Yeah, it was interesting because, yes, I would say Solen. Solen. So I would say it. True. But uh, yeah, she thought she was just maybe going to like get the chance to work on one track with him and and then but he was like, "No let's keep working." Mm-hmm. yeah she was <laughs> like, oh okay, great you know <laughs> there, there, um, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, and so yeah Sol on this album um Anderson Pack produced a couple of tracks I think on there My, I think it was mind design on this album as well the I think producer. so yeah. I was confused though because there was this Lapier album. Yeah, I I came across that as well. Um, is it how you pronounce that? Lap. Lapis. Lapis, L-A-P-I-S. lapi. That, um, I think, came out after Vitaphone, and it was... Yeah. I listened to it. It's only, like, 19 minutes. Uh, it's very, like, bedroom vibe. So mm-hmm. like, it sounds like DIY produced. It sounds like maybe she just produced that yeah. herself kind of thing.
0: That's what I'm kind of thinking, too, yeah. but I didn't yeah. find out too much more about it. Yeah. Cause like these articles started talking about Solon. Right. And it, I think just Solon is a, a bigger production. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, you know, more updated. Yeah. I think she was really into it and she was getting to work with these awesome musicians yeah. in LA. Yeah. And so that was a, you know, a big kind of moment for her. Yeah. Making that connection. Definitely. And so then eventually in, um, she had to leave LA. She was just visiting. Yeah. And then in 2017, I think she moved there officially. Yeah, yeah, because
1: obviously, I don't know if they had the what the visa situation was like back then. But yeah, she had to leave. Yeah, you have to. So she managed to figure out how to move permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I heard an interview with her from ten years ago from some radio station out in LA, and the one on Sound, on SoundCloud. Yeah, uh, Art Form something to do with art form, which is also like uh, a place that I think. Uh, yeah. The soul circle radio. Soul circle radio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was saying that she didn't want to leave. That, I think I was recorded like two days before mm-hmm. she had to go back. or something. Yeah. But she said her bank account is calling her back. Her mother's calling her back. <laughs> yeah. And, and the government. And the government. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh yeah i mean it's because it comes back to that thing about denmark sort of being closed to her and she said versus la where she said the sky's wide open Mm -hmm. and everyone uh you know not everyone but like people loved what she was doing and invited her into like you know opportunities and stuff like that so and you know you can really get stuff going out there i think which you can't do if you're from even just a small town i guess not even just Denmark, but if you're from some small town in the middle of America somewhere, you know, you don't, you're not surrounded by the same people and opportunities as you can from a bigger city. Right. Um, But also the mindset, I think, you know, mentality out there, which, so she seems to have a positive thing about it. We also hear a lot of people that go out there and don't really like it. Like, you know, I don't like the place but i haven't met enough people out there to say i don't like the scene or anything like that i couldn't say that i just don't like the city in general myself yeah. personally kind of thing but yeah
0: it's yeah it's, it's it is it's whatever you want it to be it's whatever yeah. you see yeah if you see artists con, con, convening there yeah, yeah and it's the best place for you to be to meet yeah. these other artists then that's it la's a yeah it's a disneyland for artists yeah yeah yeah. To meet up, you know, if if you just don't like traffic and it stresses you out, <laughs> yeah, then L.A. is the worst place in the
1: world for you. Walkability. Although she, she says she doesn't drive, but mm-hmm. she says she likes being a passenger and looking out the window and listening to music, which is totally my vibe. I yeah. spent a lot of time as a kid in the back seat of the car. That is good vibes. Out the window. Southern
0: California. Yeah, yeah. Driving down with the sunset. <laughs> beautiful weather. Nice. I guess she lives in Korean town.
1: Yeah, yeah. In L.A. Yeah, she Korea said Town. kind of a multicultural hubbub of people in her building. She says, come mm-hmm. dinner time, she smells all these great fragrances coming yeah. from people's apartments. and stuff like it
0: just, it Sounds good. Like Makes me hungry. I know, it I know. sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so Solon was released in two, uh, 2018.
1: Right, yeah. And then... And then we have a track from this album. From and then we have anyway. a track to play right now. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Suitcase by Nana B from her album, Solon Great vibes there. Yeah, Sure. Yeah. I love those drum sounds, the way they have that all mixed and EQ'd. Mm-hmm. As a drummer, I just love the like the, the roughy, cracky snare and the massive kick drum.
0: It sounds good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it as well. Yeah. yeah. So good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then at this point, she's just like in the flow. Yeah. She's in L.A. Yeah. She's living there. She's got a network. Yeah. She comes out with another album, Quarantina. Yeah,
1: because that thing called COVID happened, Mm. apparently. It sounds a little Um, bit like quarantine. The the China virus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The China virus. Uh, Jesus. China. Yeah, China. Um, (laughs) That happened to the whole world and yeah so she uh wrote a little ep right was it or is it an album Quarantina. Or, on it's arbitrary arbitrary
0: but uh, it's mm. like it's an album it's on spotify it's under the album section that's right. what i'll say yeah mm-hmm. um but it is only 15 minutes long right so, so i don't know so, what yeah what the <laughs> criteria is exactly uh, but
1: i would consider yeah. it like a an ep yeah I don't know. Yeah. Small projects. I guess different uh, than having a whole slew of songs and multiple producers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a small project. Yeah. yeah, Intimate. Mm-hmm. I didn't really hear anything uh, from this, I have to say, though. Did you listen to any of it? Quarantina?
0: Um, this was not one that I was listening to a lot. I right. listened to, like, that very, like, Vitaphone. Yeah. I listened to the latest album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the 2023 one, but yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I didn't listen to this one too much. Yeah, because I was like 15 minutes long. I'm gonna <laughs> listen to one of the longer ones. Exactly. Yeah, give me some more. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, I think there's more good stuff on there. Obviously, it's yeah. it kind of inspired by what was going on. Quarantine. Yeah. COVID was happening. Yeah. And she was kind of writing about that stuff the way she feels, and like like every other artist was during 2020. Yeah. And that one that one dropped in 2020. Right. So good stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah. Then fast forward, twenty twenty three was the the latest drop. Yeah, like pretty recently. Don't come if you can't bring no flowers. Yeah, came out on Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. There you go. So that one, yeah, uh, came out. I don't know when it came out. February February fourteenth is Valentine's Day, twenty
1: twenty three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Twelve songs, forty three minutes.
1: Yeah. A real um, album length. Wow. It's great. It's a little more challenging for me to listen through this one versus Solon and the other ones. Uh, I have It's a little bit more abstract, I guess, for me. There isn't too many beats in it, I want to say. Or maybe I'm wrong. But I was, I think I was just sort of cycling through it. And the one that hit me uh, a lot was that track Too Much with Raphael Sadiq on it, which is mm-hmm. the second track. Um, I like this album, though. I mean, all her stuff is great. Uh, This is like a little bit more experimental, I would say, though. Yeah. Maybe than the other albums and EPs, but yeah. Totally. Yeah, I think I liked
0: the track Artemis, Mm. who features um, Pink Sifu. Mm. Sifu? I don't know how. Pink Sifu. I don't know who that is or who they are. Don't know. But I think I like that track. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree with what you
1: said. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's overall really good. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say something about a little bit of her mindset thing. Uh, mm-hmm. she said, I got kind of a quote, I'll just read it out. Cause it's better than me trying to paraphrase. But, um, one thing she says, there's been plenty of obstacles, but I see it all as part of my journey. I'm appreciative of the growth and I'm experiencing from it, the growth, that I'm experiencing from it all she also said some of the struggles have been lack of finances delays disagreements not being able to get the deals i envisioned difficulty getting the right papers for my visas i could go into more details but i believe that putting attention and focus on the difficulties only magnifies them so i choose mm-hmm. not to the human mind is powerful and these days i'm learning to be more aware of my thoughts and my words mm-hmm. yeah i thought that was yeah. a super
0: cool quote too in that yeah. interview
1: yeah so that's great yeah so yeah we have difficulties but if you put too much focus and attention on it, then you're you, going to have more difficulties probably because that's all you're thinking about. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. We manifest
0: what we focus on. Yeah. And so you create monsters out of these little imperfect mountains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you're, she's just saying, if you're focusing on these little side things like, Oh, I need, yeah. I need this document yeah, or I need more money. Yeah. Um, you know, it's this, this, you know, lack mindset, like, I don't have this, I don't have that. Yeah. Um, Don't focus on that. I mean, yeah. Focus and be um, have gratitude for what you do have and what what you are working on and what you can control. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, it's kind of, I feel like the more difficulties you have, I feel like the more that you're doing something that's worthwhile Mm -hmm. because it means you're pushing up against things and things need to, be overcome or sorted out in order for you to move forward, you know. Yeah. I feel like if you don't have any difficulties then you're not really pushing up against anything and you're not really making progress nothing's yeah. happening. So Exactly. But yeah, don't magnify it, but if they arise, it's like you know you're onto something, like maybe, you know. Yeah every like it's crazy, every project I've ever done, like the film stuff I've done in the past, like if you think about everything that could go wrong and it will go wrong because mm-hmm. you're like you're trying to do something in a short finite period of time like 15 days or whatever you're trying to line up all these multiple logistics and things and they, everything has to happen at a certain time mm-hmm. of course none of that ever goes to plan you know so you have got a plan on things not happening going according to plan mm-hmm. that's like part of the the fun journey of doing it it's like it's like problem solvings or or you realize something that you plan to do wasn't necessary anyway So you come up with a solution that ends up being better than the thing that you were planning on doing kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And you couldn't have planned on it, but it turned out for the best in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. What the world throws at you, you got to like, okay, how do I manage that? How how do I still keep doing the thing I'm going to do? Yeah. Take it on like a challenge.
0: Yeah. It's an opportunity for growth. Yeah. And the universe is giving that to us. Yeah. And, you know, we need to own that. Yeah. Perseverance. Come out on top, conquer that little, yeah, that little speed bump. Yeah, definitely. Take it in stride. Yeah, yeah. Become a better, stronger person. Yeah, you know. And it's it's our lives are our process, mm-hmm. not an end goal. No. Like, oh, I released the album. Yeah. Now I'm happy forever. Right, I've reached min- uh, optimal success. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I'm here, and now until I die, I'm perfection.
1: <laughs> I'm on top.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's always a roller coaster. Yeah, but it's always a trajectory of growth. And I think we're happy when we're progressing towards something. Yeah, yeah. And and hopefully that's something better. Yeah. If you want to progress towards being worse, I don't suggest that. Maybe that works for some people. It's way easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's easier to dig. Yeah, to dig that hole. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not saying do that. I say do the opposite (laughs) is what
1: we're saying here on Roots to Grooves. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. I think we're all as humans striving for better, right? Mm-hmm. It's interesting, I mean, we need that progressionist the journey we need some we need stuff to go on the journey with, otherwise, what are you doing? It's right? the yin yeah. and the
0: yang yeah. like there's no good without bad, there's no yeah. light without dark, yeah there's no life without death, like yeah. like it comes hand in hand exactly, yeah, and yeah. so to have great things, there might be great struggle, yeah, yeah, and so don't see that struggle as a negative aspect, right, you know like uh, we've said it before, probably, um, like, uh, what? what is it? Like, losing, like, failure is a part of success. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. not the opposite. Like, yeah, oh, I yeah. either succeeded or I failed. Right. Failure is stepping stones towards the success.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that something else feels, yeah, my success is built on a mountain of failures. Exactly, Stuff yeah. like that, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So great and Nana B, she's just doing her thing like um yeah she's just like quietly killing it quietly producing great massive discography of mm-hmm. albums from over the last decade yeah <laughs> and i just found out about her so that's crazy me too know. yeah thanks to the drop thanks to the drop uh dot email. that's the actual website uh you can sign up for that email there People
0: love yeah. the drop. They've been listening. Yeah, they're yeah. writing, saying they've been listening for years. For years,
1: yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm going gray over here. Yeah, <laughs> Jay's but been working hard. Yeah, it's going. It's good though. I enjoy the music. So, uh,
0: so I don't know. That brings us to the. That's it. That's her latest album. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got on Nana B. What else you got? Uh, that's about
1: it. Yeah.
0: I love her. Her mindset. Yeah. Where she's coming from, like spiritually. Yeah. And how she sees music in a spiritual way as an, an experience. Yeah. And, you know, a way to communicate that. And I know she said that, like, her albums have, have become, you know, like a, a way for her to, sh- you know, like a world of her emotions and stuff like that. Like, Yeah. Like, that's how you can experience a deeper level of Nana B is, is listening to the music and experience, experiencing her through that. Yeah. And that's that's where she's kind of coming out.
1: Yeah, she's, you could probably learn more about her as a person from her music versus a conversation. I think. Like yeah. She said. Um, exactly. Yeah, and I think she also said like, yeah, the best. There's nothing greater than being like immersed in the process of like making music, mm-hmm. where you're just in it, and like, it, it is like a wonderful experience when you catch once you catch that flow. You know. Yeah. Yeah, she you said. Know, like, you know, she
0: yeah. she forgets about time so great stuff good stuff I, I mean i love this artist she's really yeah. great yeah yeah it's like really great music yeah all the way through consistent seems like a cool good person yeah so it's good vibes all around yeah i say uh, check out check out that first album i would start at that at vidaphone yeah yeah i would start there and then just go through the discography and yeah explore away definitely and let us know what you think yeah I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. Let's call it. Yeah. If you guys got anything to say to us, hang out with us. We're on Insta at Roots to Grooves, Twitter at Roots to Grooves, YouTube at Roots to Grooves, TikTok at Signal Radio, uh, SIGNL Radio. And then if you want to hit us up directly um, for anything you want to say what's up, you want to say you hate us, Jay's got the
1: email. Roots to grooves at signalradio.com S-I-H-E-N-L radio.com.